0: This is Comic Picks by The Glick. Yeah, I'm your host, Jason Glick. Hey, Jason Glick. What do you have on tap for us now? Well, it's like, this is kind of a weird one because, well, it's like it's going up the weekend before Final May, but this is basically, this would normally be like our like our Final May podcast. But because of because reasons and all, it's like you know, we're not actually doing it at the, at the con this year. We're actually doing this in the past. So... And also this would normally be like you know the buried treasures of a manga um podcast. but you know, if I'm being completely honest, I'm not sure if this one actually qualifies i mean it's it's got some interesting parts to it, but at the same time, you know in rereading it, it's like there's a lot of like you know dullness and just kind of like like regular just like you know like boring drama to go along with it, along with some genuinely interesting um parts as the uh series like as the series went on and like this series is called eternal sabbath it's a uh, it's like it's a light science fiction series in the sense that it's basically meant to take place in the uh the present day well the present day of the the year of our lord 2002 when it was originally published in japan and it's from 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 the mangaka on um, fuyumi Soryo. she is best known for creating this um a very popular um series called Mars, which I did read, and it's good and and I remember that being um you know good um like you know sh- like Shoujo soap opera soap opera drama. So when it was announced that um Del Rey, you know, basically, you know when like before Kodansha started their own US publishing arm, they uh, they first published their stuff through Tokyo Pop, then they went through Del Rey and then they went and did it themselves. So um, Eternal Sabbath has um, it's like was one of the series that was published through um through the Del- through the times when they were um being licensed by Del Rey, and I, it's clear that you know whoever um you know wanted to um publish this on like on the U.S. end was a was a fan of Mars because, well, every just about every uh, volume um has a uh, has a from the creator of Mars it's like um bit on the cover, but that's what the series is actually about. Well, it's about this um about this guy named Shuro who we're introduced to in the fir- in the uh, first first chapter, and we're and we're told that he's basically a guy who can like you know like see into and manipulate other other people's minds, and the first first chap chapter is basically like an extra length story. It kind of reads like a uh, pilot episode in in the sense that you know we're meant to like get an idea like you know what this guy's deal is. In the sense that, hey, you know, like what if we're going to like do like a series? If this is like, um, one shot is received positively enough, that hey, you know, we'll do a series about this. And it's an inter- interesting story about it's like about him, you know, just like going going through life. It's like and just you know dealing deal with the fact that you know, hey, he he knows how, it's, like, how to react to everyone by react by, it's, like, by reading their minds. But at the same time, you know, if something ever goes wrong, you know, he can just you know move things around in their mind and hey, like no harm, no foul. But like the, uh, but the tension of the story comes when he's, it's like when he walks, walks into this one family and finds out that, you know, one of their sons like has a, uh, like, like has it, has an issue. Sense, he's being like, he's being bullied by, by the, by these kids. It's like, and he's got to f- figure out, you know, how to, like how to deal with it. In fact, like the bullies, it's like, are, are also just trying to go, you know, working to, like, eventually, like, you know, frame him for this, like, um, act of assault that they're, they're about about to perpetrate. So Shuro, it's like, you know, do, does this thing, finds out what, what the bullies are up to, and, you know, and, again, deals with them. It's like, in fact, it's kind of interesting how he does this, because, like, the ringleader, he basically, like, imagines him, you know, like, has the ringleader imagined himself being burned alive, and while he isn't actually burned, it's like, it's, it's like, he imagines, like, he imagines he is so like the scars appear like appear on his it's like on his skin as if as if they were and while this basically like you know solves the uh problem of the uh of the kid being framed for assault you know he's still like feeling guilt over this um other other incident where he was it's like where where the bullies um beat up a uh, homeless guy who was trying trying to save him so while so after that sure basically goes into his mind takes away his hate but um, le- but basically, leaves his like you know his feelings of shame and disgust, and says you know you're going to have to live with this, and then he basically like goes in goes out goes in to find another family to like to live with. That's basically the status quo like when the series starts, and um, he's he's living with living with this one this one family. It's like well, basically a uh, like an old eld- elderly couple where they're um it's like where their um their son. It's like their, uh, their, su- their son and uh, daughter-in-law were killed in an accident along with their grandchild. And, um, Shuro is basically, like, walked into their life as Ryosuke Akiba, the grandchild, because he's basically, um, rewired their, like, their minds to think that, oh, he's actually the kid, the kid actually survived, and he's been living with them all this, like, all this time. And, you know, it's no harm, no foul, but at the same time, like, the series also shifts perspective initially to this, uh, like to this uh like to this other um to our other protagonist um mine kuyo she is a uh she's she, she is a um like a bra- brain researcher yeah it's i mean like there's a probably more scientific way to put this but she's basically re- um basically investigating um you know how like you know, how, pe- how people how people's brain brains work and like one and the uh case where like you know the, the kid imagined himself being burned alive from the first from the initial chapter that's something that she's like invest- investing in as well but it isn't until like a, a a random occurrence when um like she and her she and her friend kimiko are just like you know walk it's like i'm um, like walking to lunch one day and um they see a uh a guy just run up with a bat and just brain some dude on the middle of the street like they're just wanting like you know it's like i didn't Crazy act like of violence, which you know, all more shocking because it's happening in Japan, but at the same time, she noticed like um, Mine notices like there's just one guy walking by who, you know, while this is happening, and you now when he gets some blood on him, he just like looks and goes, No, this is just, he's just like, This is like, this is annoying, man. And that's actually shuro So, because it turns out that you know, while Mine is like, you know, is it, like sees this and she wonders, like, What the hell is going on here? Why is this guy just like, you know, like seeing, like treating this like act of violence and this blood getting on him, like it's nothing. Well, it turns out that um, that while most people are susceptible to Shuro's um, abilities, there are certain people like Amine um, who are not. And that's kind of like that's basically sort of the initial, like initial tension of this of the series. Like as it, I like it's ongoing. Like, in terms of like you know what? It's like you know how is how is Mine going to? to react to this, like psycho know, person like after she, like, she finds out that you know what's that hey there's someone who's got some like you know special psychic abil- psychic abilities and well like um shiro's response to this like after finding out that oh you're one of the people who i can't affect with my mind well i'm just going to go ahead and ingratiate myself into your life and and his his actions you just kind of feel like weirdly sociopathic in the sense that you know that he's basically gone and like that they that, well, go, gone and basically made it so that everyone in her um, research group basically knows that hey, you know, it's like, like why like meaning why are you so surprised that, that Ryosuke is here? You know, it's like he's a like he's a good guy. It's like we known him for like all this time and all, so it's like it's weird that you know like that that this is happening. But especially since you know this is a uh, this is very much feels like a has a shoujo manga vibe to it, and since you get the feeling that oh well, it's like you know it's like you got get the uh, like the bookish researcher who's like, is more concerned with, you know, how the human brain works than, you know, it's like, then, then you know, like why it actually, then why the human heart works the way it does that, that kind of thing. And you've also got this, you know, like, a it's like slightly a sociopath sociopathic guy who can just like, you know, bend other people's minds to like, to his own will, but he can't bend hers. That kind, there's that kind of appeal right there. So you get that kind of feeling that, you know, this is where this, this, the series is going and yeah it does go there but at the same time we learn um more about what's going on with shiro it's like like towards the end of the first volume we're introduced to uh sakaki it's like a uh like, a, like an immunologist who used who worked on the uh it's like on the government secret government like um operation that basically um like uh brought shiro i'm um, sure to life because as he tells it like Shiro is basically an artificial human that was created after um, their research found a found a specific gene that basically like they believe was going to be the key to eternal life, what they call the eternal Sabbath. And so they basically, you know, like then they were able to um, it's like uh, like create create Shiro in the lab, and they were going to ex- experiment on him. But at the same time, they also created another version of him basically like a backup you know that they could use for spare parts in case something went wrong this this version they called um isaac and if you're thinking hey wait a second do you mean like abraham's son in the bible yes exactly like abraham's son in the bible the thing is though is that while they were well aware of like the uh of um, shuro's regenerative properties they were not aware of his like of his telepathic properties and that turned out to be a big problem because eventually it's like like um i it's like isaac's it's like it's, I, the combination of isaac's powers and shiro's powers basically led to chaos chaos in the lab and caused them to both and caused basically like everyone in the lab to like either die or go crazy and um led eventually led to uh to isaac escaping along it's like along with Shuro. now Shiro has basically been content to wander wander amongst humans and just you know just marvel at how how weird and funny we are it's like and how our how our brains work and how he's just able to like to just mess with them in order to you know just you know figure, satisfy his own curiosity Isaac on the other hand it's like is um extremely bitter about you know his his fate because he knew from from basically from birth that he was basically only here for spare parts and he like, Again, he and um and no one actually no one actually cared for him. So he's basically, you know, out he obviously has no sympathy for for humanity and is basically just all out to um, just you know amuse himself, you know, it's like as long it's like as long as he can. In fact, like when we we're first introduced to him, like in in the real world, he's basically we're told that he's basically um like killed one one kid and um assumed the kid's place. It's like in it's like in their family, and for the first um, four volumes, it's basically just you know this like this back and forth between you know it's like I'm um, sh- like Shudo, you know just um saying like you know, wh- you know what do I it's like why do I have to help you It's like I mean like I mean like Isaac's not really that big big a threat It's like and you know it's like I I don't see any res- see having responsibility for this even though it turns out he actually does. There's, but basically goes back and forth between, you know, like, you know, it's like, um, like Sakaki trying to like ask, like, um, secure, um, like Shura's help, um, the, them, like, you know, getting, getting into conflicts with, um, with Isaac, who is basically has no problems with like, you know, say manipulating like a, a squad of police in order to, uh, you know, take, you know, take them out when they come, like when they come looking for him. And also there's the whole budding romance between like, um, Shura. It's like I'm sure Mine. It's like in the sense that you know, it's like you know, he. It's like you know, he's like the uh, it's like you know, hand, handsome bad boy psychic, and she's the bookish, um, like you know, scientific researcher. It's like and yeah, you know where this is, where this is going, and it's like in one hand, it's like it may seem kind of like weird because like you know, you've got you know, Shuro, like like just like he's like I said, he's got that whole sociopathic, um, like look to him, and since he's got no problem with just you know manipulating people. Like in order to you know make make his presence seem normal in the world, but at the same time, um, like, um, Sorio basically, uh, like, she does kind of seem to like realize this, and like it is, it's like and it is discussed in the context context of this the series, and it does kind of, end his whole like you know, you know, manipulating people like for his own ends is kind of like backed off on a bit, it's, especially with when it comes comes into contact context with his um adopted family because his granddad is basically suffering suffering from cancer and it's basically and he's shown to be genuinely concerned about what's happening to him and so like he there's that whole you know like oh what's going on here why do i feel concerned about someone that i didn't actually grow up with and you know me and Abe points out that yeah you know it's like he's like 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 you actually do care about him because you know because you because you've made you've made an effort here. And it's like that's and on one hand like I can understand where this is going, but this, these first four volumes, I was rereading this and thinking like you know why did I uh, why was I so into this series in, in the past? I mean it's like it's I wouldn't say it's anything special. It's not in fact it's like all kind of like straightforward like you know science fiction drama. I mean like there's not a whole lot that's different being being done here, but then. But then you get um then you get into volume five and and forwards and things start getting more interesting and dramatic and shockingly uh, timely considering um what's been going on in the world recently. Um because um one one of the other characters in this supporting character in the series is a, is a, um is an elementary school girl named Yuri, and um it's revealed early on that her that her mother is abusing her and it's like and while this is like initially put on the back burner for a bit, it comes. It's um, it's put. It's um, put on the front. Like starting with volume five, when um, because um, Yuri is actually like friends with like friends with Isaac, because you know, Isaac um ha- has been like you know like you know killing um, problem students like in her school, and she's, and Yuri is just kind of like, why? you know? I don't understand like why you're upset about this. Because you know he's you know, he's just like taking out you know bad bad people. It's like and you know Minnie is just is trying to explain like to this young young girl like you know hey you know murder is bad, and it's then she's having the, the kind of, the such trolls that you that you to understand from this, but things take a turn when um when Mini, like, confronts um Yuri's mother about um Yasio. It's like about the abuse, and it's a weird scene because. I can't tell if this is like a, a cultural thing or if it's just like a dramatically expedient thing, but Yasuo, but when um Mine confronts like Yasio about about the abuse, so Yasuo basically gives her like her life story and tells her that you know it's like I understand like I know what you're saying, but at the same time it's like you know my dad beat me, and um I, it's like and I just have no and as a real i've had no no real um ability to like form a form a bond with my with my daughter. It's like, and also like you, like people like you who've just had like a good life and think things to be like, they're like, like a certain way. It's like, well, I kind of hate you as well. You know, she's got a point there, but you know, the whole, the whole scene just kind of really reads, as like really weird in the sense that you're like, like, like everyone's like being completely honest about their feelings and there's no, you know, subterfuge at all about this. But it eventually leads to a point where um, Yasuo realizes, you know, like she's, like she's, um, like what, like you know, that that what's that her, that her current situation, you know, is just like no good for herself, for her daughter, or it's like, or her marriage in general. So she re- she does uh, make an effort to seek seek treatment. And in the the timely bit about this the story, well, she also it's also revealed that she's um pregnant with um like with a daughter from her the new daughter from her husband, but at the same time she realizes that um you know hey if I am not a good mother right now, and if I you know had to had to like, focus on giving birth to this new daughter it's like there's no guarantee that it's like that this that i you know I wouldn't make the same mistakes that I did you know like with this new daughter that I did with yuri in fact i've got I need to focus on being a good mother to Yuri above all else and you know what i i really can't can't argue with that logic right there i mean i know some people are going to have issue with like with her decision because she basically does make a decision to get to get an abortion and it's like and that's you know it's it's a hard decision on her part but at the same time it's like you know you understand like you know that that she that she had the choice to make and you know she and it was her and like you know she did what she thought was going to be best, best for her family. Now, the interesting thing is that, um, what that, um, Isaac has all has been, you know, hovering around the edge of the, like of the story. Like, you know, while, um, while and Shiro, like me did make an attempt to try and take him out early on. Uh, Isaac is also like, has an effort to try and like, you know, um, like let people like, just say, like, do what they want. Like when, um, like, when, when he encountered, um, uh, Mine's friend, um, Kimiko, and he uncovered like the, the hidden jealousy that was in her mind. Well, she, he just basically like, you know, let turned, uh, Kimiko into like a knife, knife wielding murderer. It's like, it's like at, at one point, same goes for this, um, for this one detective who was investigating, um, a lot of the crimes like associated with, like, you know, with like Shura and, um, Isaac's actions when he finds out that, Oh, you know, this one guy, guy who, uh, like who killed like like um, the, detective, the detective's partner, like was going to get away with things again. Well, he just you know made it so that the uh, that that um, like the detective you know was able to take things into his own hands. But so when he comes around to um Yasio, he figures, oh well, like Amina is sticking her nose into things again, and like let's see what I can do here. It's like, oh, you did what? Now, it's probably worth noting that. You know, a kid who was um, who realized from the fact that he was from the day moment he was uh, able to co- cogitate that um, he was m- meant to be spare parts. When he finds out that you know this this woman like you know decided to have an abortion, you can probably guess what um, it's like what his it's like what his instincts were. And that's where um, the series actually does some interesting stuff in the sense that you know I was not expect. In fact, I'd forgotten a lot about this series. You know, before I started rereading it. And so once we found out, you know, once I saw what Isaac was um um did here, I mean it's <laughs> on one hand it's it's rough, but it's kinda like I was not expecting that. Oh, and I was also not expecting um things to turn out the way they did with, with Yuri as well. And it's like and then the way the things um go to like go when um Mine, you know decides to uh you know like step like step things up when she finds that oh now she's got the means to maybe um take isaac out you know for good in the end um the uh, this so there's a lot of stuff that's a lot more interesting in the back half like of the series than there is in in the front half and and um because it gets, because like I said there's there's the surprises there was stuff i was not expecting to see it's like even though it's like you know i'd read the series initially but i'd forgotten a lot of it beforehand like before re- rereading it and um, then there's a final volume where there's for, for whatever reason, like I remember like there's some bits in there's one specific plot point in the final volume that I remembered specifically, but um, I forgot how um, exactly how it played, played out. So it's kind of a, uh, I mean, if you're familiar with like, you know, genre logic, then you'll see, Oh, wait a second. I know what's going on here. It's like, I can see what, what the real twist is, but it, um, but the uh the final volume basically has um it's just like a um big showdown between like and Isaac. It's like it's like in her it's like it's like in like in her mind. And there's and the big issue there is that there's a um big reveal about um you now history that that well kind of reads it was played more for shock value than anything else. Cause it's not a uh, oh wow, this causes me to uh you know reflect on things on what's gone before differently like it's um like it's just kind of like oh wow yeah that's 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 wow that's surprising that's rough but wow it's like how does this actually change um what's gone on before because it feels like it was brought up just to give um some kind introduce some like ambiguity between uh, like me and like you know attempts to like you know stop isaac once once and for all so in the end um this is a series that I'm like I say I'm honestly kind of conflicted about. It. Like I'm not honestly like sure we're not like this this warrants like a uh, buried treasure of manga um like uh, like seal of approval because like to the first like the first half of the series is just kind of like you know fairly standard, you know, like like science science fiction hand wringing about, you know, who like you know, what do we do? It's like, you know, it's like, a, like when someone's got um like the power power to read minds and like and when they're trying to like when they're trying to uh you know like use that for their for bad means but they've that they've been but they have kind of like good reasons to or they've been conditioned to like like up to this point so but then like there's some interesting stuff timely stuff it's like in the back half so it's kind of yeah so it's kind of difficult to say you know like whether or not this is something that I would I would really feel confident recommending like in terms of, um, uh, like this whole, like buried treasures of manga, like thing that I've cultivated over the past, past past several years. I mean, on one hand, it's like, I'd like to think that, um, that it would, that, like that, um, it'd be nice if this, like the series was, was available, but let's see. It's like, if it's still, if it is still available, but I uh, I really don't think so. No. Let's see. According to Amazon, it is um, like, there are, like, some of the later volumes, it's like Oh, no. (laughs) None of the, uh, none of the previous volumes are, are even, like, you know, given, like, decent buying options. It's like, on it, it's like on Amazon, and um, let's see, as far as comicsology, because uh, you no, know, because c- I uh, could have has um, it's like has uh, like has reprinted a lot of the Del Rey stuff, like over it's like over the years, but but nope. No, it looks like, oh, man, it's like if you're going like to, if you wanted to buy this, if you wanted to buy this series, then you're going to have to uh, shell out for however much they're asking. Well, OK, volume one is going for used on Amazon for um, like five dollars and forty eight cents. Um, now, let's see. Oh, let's see. what What is volume eight going for? Forty one bucks used. So there you go. It's like is it a I real treasure then it? <laughs> yeah it's like I guess I'd have to like price price this out and I guess I maybe maybe I won't maybe I won't give this to uh um to book off if I decide to uh, um sell it because I don't know it's like my shelf space in my uh in my library is is very very precious so it's like I kind of wonder if I like do I want to like, ho- hold on to this? Um, like, even though it's just kind of like, all right. I mean, it's like several years ago, it's like, I would have said absolutely. But at the same time, I mean, the crunch um, continues, like continues like as, as I get more and more stuff, it's like like uh, month after month. So it's, so on one hand, like I'd like to say that the series is, is worth seeing out, but at the same time, I don't know. It's like I uh I just can't quite say that you need you know you need to seek this out. I mean, it's not it's not bad. I can I can definitely say that. But at the same time, I can understand why it hasn't been licensed rescued like after all these years. Okay. So with all that said then, um what are you going to be talking about next time, do you know? Oh, man, well I don't know exactly what I'm talking about next time. I mean, I've got um, the uh, breaking case of emergency podcast um, re-review of Sweet Tooth that I've had had on my um, my uh, radar for a while. But I can tell you what I'm doing for the podcast after this, though. Okay, that's that is um, likely going to involve the return of our good friend Steve, as we talk about the uh, like the resolution of the first arc of um Chainsaw Man. So All right, that's, then. like I said, that's podcast after next. Next time, it's going to be a surprise. A surprise. All right. We'll catch you next time on Context by the Glick. All right. Laters.